Blog Talk Radio. What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On the Mat Radio with Fabi Chulo. Everybody, it's here live on On the Mat Radio with your friend Fabi Chulo. Um, tribute show to my man Supreme. Usually, we're all hyped up, ready to roll, you know, but somber moment. Gotta be honest, been went broke before we get into talking about Supreme and about what happened and everything like that. Um, it was always uh, Jack Daniels with some either some Copenhagen or some Red Man Golden or whatever, but when I went there, they didn't have any today, so I had some wicked. 84 and a half plus whiskey, something that was special. And this stuff is wicked. So just giving everybody a heads up just in case it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go. Hold on a second. But anyway, here, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, for the people that have been calling in already, you know, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to get you as, if I can. I got a few people lined up, but please feel free to call in if you want to call in. It's area code 516-453-6096. I have a few people lined up, but feel free to call in. Um, you know, I got to tell you, man, it, it, it's always hard or, or when this happens, but I had been talking to, to, to Joey off and on about, you know, things closing and what this COVID-19 is doing to you and just all this stuff, you know, and it was early. It was 6 o'clock in the morning yesterday, and my phone went off, and I thought, oh, man, it's got to be somebody from work. So you don't, you just, you don't expect it, man. You just don't. And, you know, when I saw the text and he said, hey, man, you know, Lester's gone, man, he, he died. I'm like, what? You know, because you're still half asleep and, you know, you just, it just, it just catches you off guard, man. So, anyways, uh, you know, uh, uh, that whole day, man, just a lot of talking to a lot of people and, and calling and it, it, it's horrible that, that that's the way, because I've talked to people who I haven't talked to in years, you know, and it's, it's hard because, uh, and I keep referring back to that picture where we were all together. And I can't take credit for that at all. It was it was uh, Sergio, you know, the unholy. He said, hey, man, everybody's going to go down to, to the Millennium Pro Show. Everybody's going to be there. Let's just go down and hang out. And, you know, I'm, oh, man, you know, I got to work. And, you know, and, and now that was like I'm so happy because that's one of the, the, the last we were actually all together. And I had so much fun. And we talked and, you know, just to, just to see people and 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 it's funny because I wrote on that one post and when we took that picture, we took it a, took about two or three of them. And after it was over, I had a, I had a brand new bag of Redman Gold Blend, and we had it marinated in Jack Daniels because we knew everybody was going to be there. So right after that picture, I was talking to Lester for a while, and and, and I, I can't say I finished that. He finished that whole bag. That dude just does not mess around. I mean, he he killed that bag like it was nothing because you know that's what we used to do. So. Why don't we keep stay in touch? Why does it take something like that for, for to talk to people who I haven't talked to for years, you know? So anyways, we're going to talk to a few people. You know, if you want to call in, feel free. Don't forget that there's 516-453-6096. Phil Landon will be coming in a few minutes. 
talk to him about, you know, get, get memories from him. And then at the bottom of the hour, uh, Sergio's going to come on with me, the unholy. I'm going to try to keep him with me uh, if he can stay on for a while. And then we're going to talk to Rob, you know, craze one. And at the top of the hour, Vandal Drummond. So make sure you, you, you hang on, get some memories, talk a little bit about that. But the one I always refer to is because this is the God's honest truth. When we were wrestling and, and we were, you know, full time, you know, back then, way back in the day, we're talking, we're going back 15, 16 years ago. And uh, Sergio says, hey, you know, we're getting older. Although we're you know, barely in our 30s. He says, we're getting older, man. He goes, I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to do this, but let's, uh, I'm taking a, uh, class to learn how to run the board and everything you interested in doing a radio show and I'm like yeah man so it, we started with the plan to do a radio show on wrestling and it turned into MMA and jiu-jitsu and arts and, and all that but that I believe it was maybe the, the fourth or fifth show he says hey man you know we got we got a uh, starting to come to fruition and they're talking about it and you know you know Joey's in it and of course Lester in it and, and let's bring White Trash Johnny Webb Let's get them on. And I was like, oh, dude, I don't think anybody's going to listen. I think they want to hear, you know, jiu-jitsu. But they came down. Uh, you know, all three of them came down. And, and this is this is where you know Lester is just the, the real deal. He had a, a flask of Jack Daniels and a can of Copenhagen. And that was his breakfast. <laughs> and so we, we started doing the show. And that was the first time to this day. We're, we're talking 16, 17 years. That was the first time that... We did the show, and we were. Talk- it's just like how you know you talk when you see your friends. And people kept calling. It was a little studio that, that covered just mostly like Santa Monica and the LA area. And uh, they kept calling in and saying, "Hey, bro, ask him this, and let's do that. What about this? What about when he went through this?" And, and so after the hour was over, they kept saying, "Hey, can you do one more hour? Can you do one more?" And I'm like looking at Surgeon. I'm like, "They want to do another hour." And so he said, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> so Les says, "Hey, man, if I'm gonna do another hour, he goes." Where's the liquor store? He said, because I need another, I need to fill this flask and I need another can of Copenhagen. So we laughed on, we turned around and he's gone. Goes down to the corner, comes back. Sure enough, man, filled that flask with Jack Daniels, uh, brand new can of Copenhagen. And we probably went another hour and a half after that. And that's when I knew that Lester was the real dude. We had before. We had some lucha shows that we did, and, you know, working for Ed Aarons out there and stuff like that. And he, he, uh, I worked with him a few times there. Uh, and matter of fact, Vandal Drum, Drummond is the one who introduced me to him because I went to an incredibly strange wrestling show. Still was wrestling as Ringo Ricardo. And Vandal says, hey, man, this is uh, Lester. Yeah, he wrestles at Supreme. He goes, this dude's fearless, man. I mean, this guy, and I looked at him, and I'm like, damn, man, this guy's looked like he's been in the business for like 40 years because he was already, you know, you could just tell, what's the word, well-seasoned. <laughs> and he's like, and you kind of intimidating at first. He's like, man, this dude looked like he don't, you know, like he's crazy. But he was so cool, man. Hey, what's up? You know, and talked a lot, you know, that night talking about the business and stuff like that. And then saw him on a few lucha shows and was always cool. And then towards the end, of course, as as we got older and everything, just did so much, so many memories of that dude. You know, really, it really, really uh, hit, hit me kind of hard because I hadn't talked to him in such a such a long time that that, that was uh, the last one of the last times I saw him is when we all took that picture together, and we, that was the last time that we actually got to talk and and had a good time and sat down and just reminisced. And I have no idea who wrestled on that show because we just we just had such a good time. And then I saw him here and there. I like, hey, mean, what's up, man? You know, whatever. And then that was it. So I didn't, you know, get. But you never know, man. You never know what's gonna happen. So it sucks. You know, I'm having a little JD, a little 
Copenhagen myself. I'm not JD, but whatever this crap is, wicked 84 and a half. You know, just to, just to reminisce and talking to so many people. So if there's one thing that came out of it, you know, it, it, it's brought a lot of people together who I haven't talked to in a long time. So let's take a quick break. Bring Phil in. We'll talk a little bit, get some memories from him. And then don't forget at the bottom hour, I'll bring Sergio with me. We'll be right back after this, man. Lester Supreme, man. Miss you, buddy. Dude, I'm telling you, the phone is just blowing up left and right. I'm trying to get it done. I'm telling you, man, it's taking everything I have just to get this thing going. But for the people who listen to us, you're here at On The Mat Radio, doing the Supreme Trip, talking a little bit in the beginning of, you know, what's happening, how much, you know, it sucks. You know, it takes something like this to talk to people who you haven't talked to in such a long time or whatever. I'm going to give Phil a call real quick for the people listening to us. I don't know what that. I talked to. Well, I didn't talk to Brawling Bo Cooper, but I saw he's his blog talk too. Something happens and it and it goes blank. Don't tune out. I'll try to get us back up as soon as possible. So just to let you know what's going on, uh, I don't know what's going on. Blog talk. If it happens, don't worry. We'll get you on. And I see the people who are who are calling in. I promise I'm gonna get you. Business. King Kings and Pizza. This is Alfredo. Yeah, I'm looking for Phil. Phil <laughs> hey, Fabi, what's up, baby? <laughs> you know what? It, it, it's funny because you do that. Because what happens is, is when you call from the radio show, it comes up, you know, from the Bronx. So a lot of people are like, what the hell is this? You know, or whatever. So that, that's how come it scares me sometimes. But real quick for the people listening, you're here. You're on the map radio with your host, Bobby Chulo. And we're doing the Supreme special and, and going to talk to Phil in a minute. But I got to tell you, Phil, man. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've been drinking all day, seriously, just, you know, talking to people on the phone and just kind of like, you know, it, 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 when I talked to, to, to Joey yesterday, it was so early in the morning, and it's weird because it takes a minute for you to kind of like, like when you're by yourself to kind of kind of feel it, you know what I'm saying? And and then, you know, you go on Facebook and you see the pictures yeah. and it's like, damn, the one, like I was talking about in the opening, the one that sticks out the most to me, which sucks, is when we went to that MPW show and everybody was off together, I didn't even know that was going to happen that day. I just, oh, I knew. Man, that, well, what, what a treat that was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and what sucks is I don't know why 
you know, we, we all do that every once in a while. You know, like it doesn't have to be every weeks, like every, maybe once every six months. Just everybody, hey, man, we're going to go to this show. Let's just meet. Because like I was saying in the opening, I don't remember any of the matches because, you know, I was just talking, you know, that whole time. And that's like, yeah, the yeah, last you're time hanging really, out with the boys. You're, you're it, hanging it, out with the boys, you know, like that's what it's really about, man. It's about like the connections that you make and the people. Like the matches are kind of. They're, they're like a bonus. Like it's, it's really, it's, when you look, when you look back on the last, you know, 20, 25 years, it's really, it's the friendships and the people that, you know, we yeah. wrestled with. And um, man, I'm going to tell you, you know, what you said is so true. And like, we don't see each other enough and yeah. man, I'm kicking myself like earlier this year, like in January, December, January, I was trying to organize, an XPW reunion just for, you know, just for some of the boys from um, early XPW days. And we could not get it together. We couldn't like get a date that worked for everyone. And then like, and then February rolled around and the pand- pandemic hit and, and it just never happened. And we yeah. were like, okay, we're going to put, we're going to push it off to like, to like, you know, April or May, like springtime. And you know, the pan- we, we've been in quarantine for two months and, Man, I mean, it, 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 it's, this is really a, just a huge gut punch, man. I mean, yeah, like, I, I agree. You know, here's what one of the guys, like, I wanted to see Lester, like, so bad, you know, like, you know, Joey and Lester, I just, you know, just love those guys. And, uh, man, I mean, just, and, I've you know, with, known them for, you know, so long. And, yeah, it, and, it's and heartbreaking. What sucks the most is because you think they're going to be there forever because he was, you know, Lester was actually doing some uh, training classes on Fridays. And I would see it and I say, hey, man, I got to go down there, man, just to, to go see, you know, what's up or whatever. And, you know, you say that, you don't do it, and then it's too late. But real quick, you know, for the people listening to me, I, I gave a couple of, you know, some of the stories and stuff for when, you know, I got to be with Lester. But, you know, just looking at some of the pictures when I post, you know, the guests I'm going to have, the post, the picture that I posted with you and him, people like, dang, what was going on there or whatever. So for the people listening to us on On The Mat Radio, tell us a little bit, you know, give us one of those memories, you know, of, of just, you know, hanging out with Lester or going over stuff or whatever. Give us give us one of those memories. Oh, oh man, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start. That, that photo in question is from one of the XPW reunion shows. I think it was from... I might have been XPWX or maybe like the the, the Mex Pro shows, but um, yeah. Lester was he was one of the um, he was so tough. He he had a obviously a huge reputation for being stiff, you know, and for being for being like one of the like the 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 most like most solid and like bloody wrestlers that you know I had ever been in the ring with, and. Um, Man, I just remember I had a match with him at XPW, where we wrestled together. And I wasn't—I was never a big like gig guy. And and whenever like I never gigged really myself. And whenever I wrestled, you know, other guys at gigs, it would it would just be like little cuts like here and there, you know, like just like kind of like a little trickle, you know, like nothing that you know would ever like make me squeamish. But with Lester it made me squeamish. Like, yeah. he, like he, he, it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like one slice. He took that blade and he went up and down his forehead. And it was not just one. It was like multiple slashes in like one match. And I was like, bro, we're at the Reseda, we're at the Ventura theater. There's like, not even that, like, there's not a ton of people. Like, and you're gigging like multiple times. And I remember like, 
I remember like like hitting him, and he he you know I was doing like my my kind of like open open hand open fist punches, and he and he would be like he would be like hit me in the forehead, hit me harder, hit me harder. He kept telling me like hit him harder, because like that was that was his style. Like he he liked it like really like snug, really stiff. And I remember like like this is so nasty like feeling the flaps of skin in between my fingers on on his forehead and i i remember like shooting him into the ropes and him like running like across the ring and seeing the blood like with every footstep it would spurt out of his forehead like three feet across the ring and that that was just that was like a tuesday for for lester you know, like it, it was, you know, no surprise that he became, you know, like the king of the death match, you know, years later. And, you know, I, I was just thinking about this today with him and, and, and Joey, you know, they were trained by Rob and I know Rob's going to come on later and he'll, he's going to, you know, I'm sure, you know, give you like many more stories about, uh, you know, training him and Joey. Um, you know, like they were not trained in like a big wrestling school, you know, and like sometimes wrestlers, like I know when I was younger, like I would be like, oh, you know, you got to be trained in a wrestling school. Um, Joey and Lester were not. And they became the these patriarchs on the wrestling scene, like Lester as the king of the death match, Joey with Santino's the wrestling school, like so many, this entire generation of wrestlers now have all looked up to these, to, 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 to Supreme Chaos as guys that have been inspirations to them, guys that have, get, you know, taught them how to wrestle, guys that have, you know, shown them the ropes and given them inspiration and given them a platform to actually wrestle. And, I mean, I, I've, just, I've been thinking about it a lot lately that they ha- have literally become the patriarchs of wrestling out here. I mean, they are the two, like, if you look at, you know, wrestling school, you got Joey, Deathmatch, you've got, you've got Lester, you know, the hardcore wrestling, you've got Lester. And Lester, he, his, his appeal, like, he brought so many people into wrestling. Like, he a- attracted so many people to the sport over the years. I mean, he's, uh, he was just such a great guy. And it's what's so funny. Uh, just seeing all these, you know, glowing tributes to him, um, the last like 24 hours, the one word that keeps coming up and <laughs> that makes me laugh is everyone would say, Oh, Lester Supreme. He was, he was, he was such a tough guy and like so scary in the ring, but outside of the ring, he was a real sweetheart. And I just like, I, I, I laughed so much at that because yes, he was a sweetheart. He was like a really cool, like awesome guy, but like, I feel like if if you ever like talked to Lester and was like, "Oh, Lester, you're such a sweetheart," he would be like, "Get the fuck out of here, man!" Like, he would like he would kick you in the kick you in the dick or something. He was just like, I, I feel like Lester was the he was the definition of cool. Like he was just a cool guy all around. He was hip. He was, um, you know, like just a kind person. He was just you know nice and generous. Like he would always talk to you. He would always you know, give, give you information. And, um, he, he, he was just a, a, 
a good person. You know, he was a good all around person. He was definitely not the scary guy um, that he, he appeared like in the ring. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I, 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 I too have been, uh, have been, you know, I've got a beer in my hand and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm toasting to Lester right now, man. Test one, two. Test, test one, two. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I think we lost Fabi here. Uh, so, this Another great, uh, another great uh, Lester uh, Supreme story was back in the uh, IWF days, uh, which is this is back in like you know 1998. You know every wrestling promotion uh, on the on the West Coast back then was was sitting there like you know trying to be the next ECW. Well, uh, we had a bunch of friends: uh, Cincinnati Red, Gary Crusher Key, uh, Brian Walters, and. Uh, this other guy, Pete, Pete Bagalosian, started this wrestling company up in, out in Simi Valley called the Impact Wrestling Federation, the IWF. And it was um, just this, like, this, this horde of, uh, of wrestlers from all these promotions all around Southern California, uh, kind of like a, a rogues gallery of, of wrestlers uh, on the SoCal scene. And um, I had trained in, with the School of Hard Knocks with Bill Anderson and Jesse Hernandez. And, like, I was wrestling for the EWF. And I was, like, uh, kind of, like, recruited from them to, to wrestle in the IWF along with a bunch of guys, a bunch of other guys from EWF, a bunch of guys from uh, Slammers, uh, you know, a bunch of guys from UWF. Um, and we all wrestled out in, uh, in Simi Valley for the IWF. Uh, and that's where I met actually the next guest, Rob Courtney, um, when he was uh, in the tag team in neighborhoods with uh, our friend Tech Nine, aka Byron McKinney. Um, and so, one of the like most violent matches I had ever seen involved uh, Supreme wrestling uh, another guy who was a, another a cast out from the Empire Wrestling Federation from EWF. Uh, a guy who, who went by the uh, wrestling name Victor Pallavi. Uh His his real name was uh, Hasamadi, who, uh, aka Insane Hussein, was his gimmick out for the EWF. And he was also known as for being one of the stiffest wrestlers and the hardest handed wrestlers uh, in the southern in the SoCal scene. So we saw we had. Supreme, who again was one of the stiffest wrestlers uh, around that we all knew, going up against Victor Pallavi, who was the other stiffest wrestler that we had known. And so we would sit in the back, in in the locker room, watching 
like a monitor that we had placed back there and we would, you know, we had a hard camp set up so we could see all the action that was going on. And I tell you, these guys, Supreme and Victor Pallavi were going at it so hard. They were throwing the stiffest closed fisted punches I had ever seen. Um, everybody in the locker room was cringing every every like fist that flew every punch that landed these were not worked punches these were full-on like full full speed steam ahead haymakers that were landing right in each other's faces and they just each one landed stiffer than the other and we were all in the back. This is like me, Cincinnati Red, Gary Key, um, you know, White Trash, Johnny Webb. All of us were in the, you know, the haystacks. We were all in the back watching on this monitor, cringing. And finally, let, like, like I, I forget, I think it was Victor Pallavi got, got frustrated and he ran out of the ring and Get, gets grabs a steel chair right in front of the hard camera and to to defend himself and then supreme says wait a minute you're not gonna like pull a chair on me so supreme powders he grabs a chair of his own and there it, it's it was like a wild west showdown they were both like about to hit each other with these chairs they were inching towards each other and I mean, it was like it was like the finale of Once Upon a Time in the West. It was like Henry Fonda against <laughs> Charles Bronson, uh, and e each one was like inching towards each other. They were about to hit each other with the chair, and then I think it was Victor Pallavi that cracked first, and he swung the chair full blast. If you can imagine the hardest chair shot imaginable, landed directly on to Supreme's head. And the, 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 this is one of the old steel chairs, like not one of these like easily bendable foil chairs that they have nowadays. This is one of like the really hard, rugged, durable chairs from like, you know, 30 years ago. And it crumpled right on Supreme's head. And Supreme completely no-sold it and stared di like directly at Victor Pallavi and start like, screamed at the top of his lungs like what just imagine every expletive every four-letter word in the book at Victor Pallavi and he swung his chair right back and crumpled it right right over Victor Pallavi's head and the two like it was like two bulls like going at it and they it was like it was like this showdown of like who would who would flinch first, and eventually, I I don't even remember how the finish ended. I I, I think there was like an extremely stiff power bomb at some point, um, and I'm pretty sure that <laughs> Supreme walked out of there victorious. Um, but uh, again, it it was just you know a, a testament to how uh, how tough and how um, just badass Supreme was and how, like, what, what, a, what a tough guy he was. Um,
yeah, just uh, just really, uh, he was just a great guy, Lester. And you know what was so cool about him was that, you know, he he truly like was was a cool guy. He was like one of us. Like he loved, he truly loved horror movies. He truly loved movies in general. And um, it, it, like I remember. Um, I had a, uh, I had a, uh, uh, I, I, I had like, you know, he, like he would wear these like cool, like horror movie shirts. And like, I remember I had a, uh, a shirt of the movie hard boiled and you know, he, he, would, he, every time he saw me wearing that, he would be like, Oh man. Yeah, dude. Have you seen that movie? And I'm like, bro, of course I've seen the movie. I'm wearing the shirt. And we, you know, we would just like, we would just talk about movies cause I was, you know, I was in film school at the time studying film and that was like his favorite subjects. And we would like just talk about, you know, all of our favorite movies, all of like the John Carpenter movies, all of like, you know, like the Stanley Kubrick movies, you know, the, the Exorcist, uh, Halloween, you know, uh, the thing we would just, you know, talk about all of our favorite movies all the time. And that's just like who Lester was. He was just like a good dude, a cool guy. And, um, he, you know, just, just, a he was just a wonderful guy, you know, and I, I, and, and, you know, I'm just going to wrap up with, uh, you know, one, one of my, one of the funniest, uh, like Supreme stories was, uh, you know, this one time I wrestled him in XBW and he, uh, he, uh, <laughs> I remember when he did his entrance. So when I wrestled him, he, he went out first. He, he was the first one uh, to come out and I came out second. And I just, re- I just remember he, um, he, uh, he, you know, he flipped up, you know, the two middle fingers and he, he, he would like flap his mouth, like up and down, like open and shut. And I, <laughs> I remember he like, he wasn't saying anything. He was just, he was just going, ah, da, 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 da. And because he was so far away from, from the audience like they couldn't hear what he was saying anyway he was just doing it like for the for the for the cameras and i i got i i just like cracked up laughing so hard because like you know we were just like going out to to the you know to the ring to like wrestle this like you know hardcore match and he was just you know goofing around before the match so yeah just a a wonderful dude man he was just like so great and he will be missed like like so much he was just you know such a such a solid solid dude in fact yeah man i so cool like the last time i saw him like the iron maiden uh on iron maiden iron maiden show we were like like having beers together i mean he was just like just a cool regular dude you know just one of the good guys yeah you know i i agree 100 percent. and it's funny because the, 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 like the kids and all that, you could tell they were a little afraid to approach him. And then when they would approach, you know, you could see this sense of like, oh God, thank God, I thought he was gonna, you know, like go off on me or whatever. And when they find out, it's it, he's really, you know, a big cool dude or whatever. You could just kind of see that that sense of release, uh, re- relief over them. Hey man, I gotta tell you, man, I I appreciate you coming on. We went down for just a quick minute. I yeah, dude, I hear you, brother. Hey, well, well, do me a favor, man. If if you ever decide to 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 get that, uh, you know, where we can all meet up again, uh, once all this crap is over with, the stupid coronavirus or whatever. Yeah. 
shoot, shoot me a text or shoot me a, um, a, a, a whatever message, whatever, and and I'll I'll, I'll uh, promote it on here, and we'll just get everybody to go. It doesn't have to be nothing big, just so we can all get together and, and do like we did last time. Because I mean, that really, really meant a lot to me, especially since I wasn't expecting it or whatever. But yeah, I appreciate you. Absolutely, I appreciate man. You Absolutely. Yeah. And I appreciate you taking the time. a lot to me. And, and yeah, I, 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 dude, my pleasure, man. And like, I love hearing your voice, man. It's been a while. It's been too long, man. I wish he was under better yeah. circumstances, but uh, I know. Great, great, great talking to you, man. And and yeah, and great, great sharing stories about Lester. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Phil. Hey, man, we'll keep in touch for sure. Uh, one thing that's come out of this, man, Mick's going to tell us we got to stay in touch. So for the people, listeners, we're going to yeah. keep going on. Don't forget, check out Phil Landers on his. Uh, Social media, you just put Phil Lander in your little search engine there. He keeps a lot of people up to date on that. And hopefully we'll be back together again real soon. Phil Lander, everybody, we'll be back. Absolutely, right brother. Thanks, man. Take Everybody, you know, I, I don't know what happened right there. It went down for a minute. You know, it sucks right in the middle of field talking. But as as I was trying to bring this back to you, you know, of course, that's what you have kids for. I had just getting here helping me trying to get back, get everything back on air and all that. Um, I was about to write blog talk a really nasty uh, text or whatever because it's happened before. I, I remember, I think it's uh, Brother Bo Cooper. They do a show on blog talk and they've they've had the um, they've had the uh, same problem, you know what I mean? So, uh, I'm sorry, hold on, I'm going, going back and forth right here with this thing. Um, so, hopefully we got most of it. If we didn't, to Phil, man, I apologize, you know, if we didn't get everything that, that we could on there, but at least we're back. I just went to to shoot, to call. He said to give him a couple of minutes, but F that, we're calling him right now because we got to keep moving because blog talk is making me stick to my schedule here or whatever, so I'm bringing it, but no big deal because I can always bring in craze one with him at the same time. So hopefully he's going to pick up. If not, he's going to be in big trouble. Hello. Hey, on only, can you hear me, bro? I know you said to give you 10, but I'm on limited time here. <laughs> I'm hey, sorry, my friend, porque estaba ocupado. I know. <laughs> ¿Está en el baño o qué? Estaba cagando, güey. Oh, que la chingada. Pues. Hey, well, listen. As, <laughs> as, as a fellow blog talk user, you know, I'm right in the middle of doing a show and the whole thing just shuts down. You know, and you, you got 15, yeah, 15,000 buttons to get back. 
you know, to, to, to the show or whatever, dude. So it's, it's, it's a pain, but you know how it is. You, you were producing the show for a long time. You know, I, dude, I don't, you know, Sergio, I'm sorry, Unholy was the first person that I called you know, as soon as I got the news or, or, you know, it was early in the morning. It was already like 6.30 or so in the morning, you know? So what do you call it? Uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's funny, dude, because if it wasn't for you, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I met Lester Supreme and all that, and I was telling him in the opening how when we first started doing the radio show, you um, you know, we we went like strictly mixed martial arts and and jujitsu, and, and and then you know it was I can't take credit for it because it was your idea. You said, hey man, you know the 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 XPW is getting started, and and you know Supreme is in it, and, and let's get Joey Chaos and let's get um, White Trash Johnny Webb in here, you know, and and, and give him some give him some promote and I'm like, dude, nobody's gonna listen. And that was the in in the years that we've been doing this. You've kind of, you know, once you do your own thing right now, I've continued to go. But we were in it for good solid at least eleven, twelve years. Solid. That was the See. only time that people called in and said, Can we please do another hour? And I was telling the people in the opening how Lester said, I can do another hour. He said, but I got to find a liquor store because I need another uh, uh, flask of Jack and another can of Copenhagen. But to, to me, that's like it was just yesterday. You know, my friend, it, 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 if the people knew the box story of who Supreme was, they would never believe us. You know, yeah. when, when, when we talk about people living it, that was him. You know, uh, Supreme was the guy that lived the, the the wrestling era. The way he, to me, my friend, he reminds me of the Four Horsemen. You know, he reminds me of Ric Flair. He reminds me of 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 you know, for lack of a better term, the NWA back in the day when guys would actually go out and not not party for say like oh let's throw no, but would drink like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, I, and the funny story, I remember one day we was at the AWS show. And it was you, I think you and I were going to compete. Um, I can't remember who, but it was him. He was going to go out there and he was going to wrestle Boss Mahoney. And we were we were all in the locker room, you know. And I sit down and he sits down right in front of me. And I thought he had a bag with his gear. You know, his wrestling yeah. was, no, he had a bag and he was pulling out bottles of Jack Daniel. He was uh, pulling out a cans of cerveza. And then he looks around and goes, oh, my goodness gracious, I forgot my chewing tobacco. And then he looks at you and he goes, hey, Fabi, do you have any chew? And you're like, oh, yeah, let me give you a little pinch. And he never gave it back to you. A second but, one. Yeah, it was. And he would bring like a, like some sort of like a camping <laughs> chair. Like, a, I don't know what you hey. call them, those big chairs or whatever like, oh. he, like he was going to just be kicking back it was you know my friend it's it, a lot of people if I was to tell you I, w- I wish I would have had a camera in the <laughs> locker room when we were getting dressed because this guy was a total a total while he was in the ring he was in the locker room yeah he was no he was no imitation he was not, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a business guy. I'm going to go to the locker room and say hi and then go out there and be this guy. No, who he was in the ring was who he was in the locker room. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy was no, 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 no talk about him. But, hey, my friend, nicest guy you can ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. That's nicest was, guy you can ever meet. 
I was saying that in the opening too, how when we finally and we had Phil Lander on earlier when we were talking about mm-hmm. you know, that picture mm-hmm. of all of us has been going around. You know, that's like the last time that we were all like together, you know, all, all of us and all that. And what what yes. kills me about that is that's the last time that I really got to, to, to kick back and talk with Lester, you know. And of course, I, I put mm-hmm. the story out there too. I have a fresh bag of red man gold blend, marinated injected. He's like, hey man, let me <laughs> Get a little pinch of that. So I give him a pinch. But you know, you start talking, you forget. I don't even remember getting the bag back uh, uh, from him, but I just remember it was empty <laughs> when he gave it back to me or whatever. But we had such a good, you know, just, just, I was telling Phil in, in, in the first segment, you know, I don't even remember the matches. I don't even, couldn't tell you who wrestled because we just had so much, uh, you know, such a good time talking and, and, you know, just, just having a, a good time. And we don't do that mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, I understand people have lives and they go on, you know, and stuff like that. But, but you know, we just, even if it's once in a while, like, like uh, Craze, Craze One, who's going to become, going to be joining us in a few minutes, uh, mm-hmm. him too, man. I always tell him, you know, he, 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 you know, he's always, man, you know, I'm done with the business or whatever. But then when this happened, you know, and I talked to him, we hadn't talked in, in such a long time. And it's like, dude, you know, we got to mm-hmm. just, every once in a great while, just to kick it like that or whatever. But, that was my that was my big memory of of Supreme is when uh, you know when we uh, had that show and that was the first time that people called in and wanted us to keep going and we had so much I think my like my side hurt so much just from laughing <laughs> and, and having you know and having a good time and stuff like that but it it's funny I'm 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 gonna let uh, uh, the unholy uh, give a story but it, it just came to me right now Ed Aaron's when he was running his thing he had a little show. A little thing. I'm gonna try mm-hmm. to find that to put it up. And he invited me down. And he was asking me about all these wrestlers, and he said, "Oh, this guy, this guy." And he said, "Okay, I'll, let me throw one at you, Supreme." And I, I remember yeah. I'll put it up like it was yesterday. I go, you know what? I go, there's a certain guy that is fearless in the ring. I said, it's not mm-hmm. me. I'll tell you that right now. But that mm-hmm. that dude is supreme. And let me tell you this, you know, scared or not, when I saw him, I think it was in that show in Reseda where he went up on the ladder. And you know, mm-hmm. if nobody's holding that ladder, that thing's gonna, you know, take your feet out from under you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. That was probably one of the fourteen thousand times that he's dead. He, I mean, because that ladder <laughs> just went up and boom, at and I was like, holy! I mean, not to mention him, literally on fire, you know, and stuff uh-huh. like that. I mean, to do like you would say, hey, bro, we're gonna do this. All right. No, like it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a, a a question. He would just do it. So you know, through the years, yeah. that's that's how I remember him. Just that guy just did not care. I mean, you you gotta agree with that, right? See, claro que see, my friend. I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure you remember. Uh, I don't remember which for what company it was. It was somewhere out in in the Leste de Los Angeles. I remember we were there. I don't remember if we worked the show or we are just there watching the show, but this is how crazy Supreme was. Is this this guy was genuine, one hundred percent crazy. He went in, we went out, did the show, and for some reason he forgot. You know, for lack of a better term, and I don't want to do a lot of case <laughs> but he forgot his gig. Yeah, you know, pull the curtain back. He forgot. Say he, he he forgot his gig. You know, so. Everybody was supposed to get color that day, you know, for some reason he wasn't getting any color. So I just remember him running across from us. I'm like, hey, man, where the hell is he going? And he comes back and he's just drenched in the blood. He's just colored from top to bottom, right? So I'm like, ah, cabrón, what happened? 
So later on, I asked him, hey, what, 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 how come you disappeared? And he told me what happened that he forgot. So he went upstairs, opened up his bag, and he grabbed an, a brand new pinche navaja, brand new knife, and he just started cutting himself in it, the it forehead. Was, it was like, like an exacto knife, like those long uh, blades. I remember See. that. I, and I went, oh, yes. my God, that guy's crazy. Le- legit crazy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> when, I, when I saw that, I was like, what the hell is going on, man? And he was like, and then he was walking around like if nothing happened. What? <laughs> and it was funny because the Ballard brothers were there. And he, I yes. was looking at him looking like, what the fuck is going on? And you know how they call, how they call him the human horror film? When yes. that is the epitome of right there, because he came running out and holy shit, I thought they went around the back and, and hit him with something and something went wrong or whatever. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh my God, they're going to come back here. They're going to start fighting. You know, we better break them up or whatever. And he was like, no, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Just got to make sense. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was tripping and Alice was tripping, but, but Unholy was like, oh, it's just a normal day. It's another day for, uh, for him, you know? So, hey, is it possible you can, you can hang with us for another segment? Sí, claro que sí. Okay, hang hang on one second. Let me take a, a break, and we'll come back. We'll, and we'll have we'll have craze one. Uh, my friend, hang on. Okay. So funny, man, because so much, so much to talk about Supreme. And then once I got unholy <laughs> on the phone, we we would make sure. But bring in, um, I'm gonna bring in Craze One. Everything kind of ran together because, as you know, uh, unholy. What's up? Hey, Rob, it's Fabiano. You're uh, live on on the my radio. Can you hear me, my friend? What's up, Fabi? What's up, unholy? Uh, and two, it's good. Day. My you, friend, you, como estas? <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny. Because uh, you know, uh, and to Phil Lander, dude, I'm gonna try. I might try to call you towards the end of the show or whatever. Because you know, I was in the middle of writing blog talk radio, a huge f you, sorry, but because I was so mad. Because I for this show especially, I didn't want that to happen, and it did. So it, it cut a little bit of Phil's stuff out. But you know, if if not, but we but definitely make it like, to I got to hear it. Oh, did you really? Oh, good. So then it was just me. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> only you. Some of it. Hey, but you know, hey Rob, real quick, you know, I got unholy with me, and 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 I don't know if you've been listening or whatever, but uh, you know, to me, that that day that we were all together, I mean, it just it meant so much to me, man. I mean, you know, we all went our separate ways, and we all just, you know, really, um, you know, everybody has lives, and I mean, look, at unholy was my partner for years, man. I mean, even after wrestling, you know, and stuff, and then everybody kind of parsed their own ways, but that day. You know, it was just a day where we all, no, no BS, man. We all just met and just had, had such a great time. But for me, that was the last time that I actually got to, to, to kick him and talk with Lester and just, you know, just, just BS around and stuff like that. So that's why I keep saying, man, it sucks because, you know, we, we got to stop doing that. we got to take just one day out of the year or whatever just to meet up and just, just, just talk about old times and stuff like that. But, you know, I was talking to Unholy earlier and we're, you know, we're giving our Supreme stories, but... You dude, you were there like 
way from the beginning when, you know, when everything was first coming together. So talk a little bit about that, you know, as we're live on the Mayor Radio. Oh, uh, well, man, where do I start? Uh, I, yeah, I was there. I was there at the very beginning. Um, you know, I, I, I met Lester through a tape collector, a guy named Casey Boyer, who uh, ended up being at an old UWF show, the real UWF with Herb Abrams. And he said, hey, I want you to meet this guy, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted to wrestle. I'm like, all right, cool. So I ended up meeting Lester. We went to uh, a show that had Sabu and Funk and Al Snow out in La Puente, I think. That's where I met Joey, who was 16 at the time. Um, yeah, there was a little uh, <laughs> there, there was a little place in North Hollywood that uh, literally it was like a little storage facility that had a ring in it, and that's where me and Byron Tech Nine were at the time, you know, kind of honing our skills as well. And I mean, l- literally, I showed both those guys how to take their first bump. And I have it on videotape somewhere, and I'm going to have to do my best to uh, get that onto the DVD so other people can see it. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it, this has hit me kind of hard um, for a lot of reasons. Got it. Um, we're almost the same age, which is a, a thing for me that, you know, you, you start looking at your immortality or your lack thereof. It scares you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, and again, I listen to Phil and, He's right. I mean, Lester was a great guy. Um, yeah. I, I'll remember him more as a person than a wrestler because to me, yeah. I, I met him at that time and it was, he was just a great guy. He was into comic books, which is funny because that's where his name comes from. But we were both comic book fans and we were sitting in that little area in North Hollywood he was throwing names out because he was a big Vader fan. And he was like, yeah, there's this comic called Supreme. And I was like, dude, that's great because that's what you're going to be, right? It gives off that terror of being the best. Yeah. So, uh, and that's, we ran with it. And, and obviously, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who know, you know, I, I think the thing about that night that we all met up, it, it was, it was great because we all got to see each other and it brought back the memories of other guys we've lost like Byron and, you know, unfortunately yeah. Red. you know, there's, yeah. We're we're losing guys, and and it's you're right. It's time for us to get together. Yeah, because you you're never you're never prepared for it. I mean, you're just not. I got that call early in the morning, and I'm like, what? What the hell? You know, because you're half asleep. So the you know first person I called was was unholy, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, dude, you know, and and the same thing you talk about that. The same thing happened with with Byron when I got the call. I'm like, what? You know, he's he's such yeah. a young dude because. Uh, uh, Unholy can tell you We took him with us to San Francisco And, and it was just so funny Because we were, we were The plane was already going to leave and, and it was maybe Delayed maybe 10 minutes Or whatever and we were so mad We were like this MF or whatever And then we see somebody running down the, the Like you know to the plane It wasn't in the, in right. the hallway or whatever And, and, <laughs> and Sergio goes hey is that Byron right there? And I said, it's either Byron or Charles Manson because he had his hair like he didn't have it tied up and he had this big ass afro. Right. And he made it. They opened the door for him and he made it. And I was like, God dang it. I thought you weren't going to make it or whatever. So, and then, you know, then, then when, when I get the call, hey man, you know, Byron's gone. He's like, what? You know, because you just talked yeah. to him. So, so that's what I'm talking about. It just, you know, uh, I, I just want to take one day out of the year just so we can meet, catch up. 
and because I just don't want that to happen. I don't want my last memory to be 40 years ago when I saw Lester at the, the little reunion thing that we had. Now, real quick, uh, you know, it's funny because when, when Sergio was on, uh, on we were talking – uh, before you came on, and I was trying to remember because I remember, you know, Lester being burned was just ridiculous. I mean, that was some scary stuff. But I was more scared when he, and I think it was in, in Reseda or whatever, one of the uh, in the Valley, when he had that match where he jumped off the ladder. And you know, if you don't hold that ladder on the bottom, it just the whole bottom just comes out. And oh, dude, yeah. when I saw that, I, I, I seriously. None of, nothing else scared me. Just I thought he was freaking dead because he just went straight down and boom. <laughs> so that I mean you have gotta have some memories like that of him too because you've seen all those bumps. That he oh. was, do you, that was the worst or when he got burned? He had no fear. Um, you know this guy was 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 trying to do moon salts like I don't know two months into after I mean training. You know he he had no fear and. and it's funny because, you know, as much as the love of this hardcore thing, see, I remember him as being a technical guy. Like, we put matches together, and he was into All Japan and New Japan, and and it, it wasn't oh, yeah. just about killing yourself. It was more about putting together styles. Ooh. Now, to be fair, was he snug? <laughs> Shit, man, he was more than no, snug. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we were working for Ed Aarons on one of those one of those shows at the baseball diamond in Maywood. Yeah, and we're fighting next to the fans in a cage, and that bastard hit me so hard in the face <laughs> that I couldn't close my mouth. So we ended up working, did our finish, got in the car, and we drove to a place called Chichi's Pizza that's in the valley. And these fools were all sitting at a table, and they're all laughing at me because I can't eat. And I was so hungry. It, it was that kind of stuff. And and it's funny because he 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 drank a drink called a melon ball. It yeah. was like a melon liqueur. And and he's sitting there. It's just green drink with a water, a piece of like mang, uh, not mango, but uh, uh, so, uh, some green melon. And, and dude, I'm like, this big dude is drinking some girly drink. But that's who he and was, he, dude. He was yeah, such he a real care. guy. Yeah, he he didn't, he he didn't. care less he, what you think or don't. Such yeah. a good guy. Yeah, and and that <laughs> it's a shame that the people, that, you know, uh, not that they don't get to see that or didn't get to see that because he was still pretty. You know, he liked to keep it kayfabe, man. He's old school and didn't like to, you know, he like he yeah. really wanted to keep it real. So a lot of people really didn't get to see that side of him. When you did, you're uh, like, God dang, this guy's pretty cool. He's actually not gonna kill me or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you so, know it's funny. Cause I I thought about stories to tell because there's so many. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know where to start. Uh, thankfully I got to see him at the his Hall of Fame induction. I actually went, so I'm glad yeah. oh. I got to see him. Yeah. And 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 talk to him about life because you know I've been working seven years, and I was trying to tell him, look, dude, there's more than wrestling. There and there is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but yeah. you're right. He lived the gimmick. It was him. Yeah. That's who he was. Yeah. So I kept thinking, what story to tell? And you know, Phil told the the Kozlov story, which was great because that's a a true shoot that most guys don't know that we egged him on to beat the hell out of that guy because he was <laughs> known for it. So we we basically <laughs> sent the pig to slaughter, dude. And and you know, Lester, he, he loved to oblige. But you know, so I'm thinking, what story to tell? What story to tell? 
really the one that probably gets me the most. We work, we're working in San Bernardino and we were lucky enough to do, we took tables. All four of us drove in the same car together. We get there and it's raining. It's an outside show. And they tell us they're going to shut the show down. So, you know, us, all four of us were like, hell to that. We're going to go wrestle. So we did. We, we beat the hell out of each other, broke tables, all kinds of crap. And yeah. at the end, all got in a car together and drove off. And I remember we circulated that tape to everybody and it got us <laughs> so much work. So to me, it was like that we, we put each other over. I, it's, if they were booking the neighborhoods, I was booking Supreme Chaos with me because I knew that we would put on a good match and we didn't have to do anything. We could, we called spots that I could tell Joey do the sting spot and he knew what to do. So that's what made it fun with those guys. They, they were like, they were brothers. And, and, you know, XPW came around and it was unfortunate because a lot of us lost track with a lot of the guys that went there because mm-hmm. we were still running shows against them. And it was, and it hurt because we thought they took guys off of a show that they had already booked on. And there was a lot of things that, that you know, went awry. And I'm glad that I got to kind of, you know, with both of those guys and, and, and tell them that, look, that's, I loved them like brothers. They, we, for three yeah. years, we killed each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got, you know, it, it's got to suck, man, you know, because he, he's just had a grandchild, you know, and all that, at least he got to see that for a little bit, you know, and, and, and that you see the pictures of him and it's like, man, that guy's a real dude, man. Even though, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it, he is, a, you know, a real genuine dude. And he was actually, um, starting to, to do some training, training some classes at Centinos mm-hmm. on Fridays. You know, one of the guys I work with, Jason Green, who, who just got to know him, you know, and start training with him, he's like, man, you know, this guy's really cool and all that. And I'm like, you know, he's been around for a long time, man, you know, and all that. So it just, it just, it, you're never, like I said, you're never prepared for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we can get one, if we can get one thing out of this, you know, out of what happened or whatever, because it sucks, at least, you know, it, it's going to bring us together, I think, and people are, and I started taking a look at myself, man, because I'm older than, than than him, and I'm like, man, you know, if that can happen to him, i got to get myself together and take care of myself sure. or whatever, because it's just that quick, you know, just, you know, you don't expect that call, man, I thought it was work, and I get this call, and I'm like, what? You know, so, I, yeah. that's why I had, you know, Rob come on, and Phil and everybody, and I, believe me, dude, I got a bunch of people calling in, but, you know, I'm going to try to get to you, you know, just got to take care of, of these guys right here and I'll try to get to you but let me tell you something Rob it was always a pleasure, it was always a pleasure to work with, with Rob it was always a pleasure to hang around with we always had such a good time um, I appreciate you coming on hopefully we can you know we all get together one day and just you know it, it, and just shoot the shit and, and talk uh, real quick Unholy anything you want to say to Rob before we get out of here you know my brother it's always fun to see you always fun to see you uh I know we've we've we've. Hey, did we ever work against each other? No, but you I want to say the we. Hell out of me, stretched me out a couple I, times. So, yeah, yeah, let me you tell know. you something. Let me let me tell you a little something, okay? I remember this. I remember I remember him when in San Bernardino, okay? Frankie yeah. D, me, <laughs> and you know, and now he Rob was barely getting into the business. He was barely getting into the. I, uh, I and I swear to God, I used to beat the crap out of him. Oh, him, you did. And this, him and some other guy that was there, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking these guys are not gonna make it. These guys, are, and then uh, Frankie, bless his heart, he's like, dude, you gotta lay back, cabron, relax, hijo de la chingada. <laughs> so I, I used to get a lecture on the way back from San Bernardino. Uh, 
And then, and, <laughs> you no, know, and you, you know you, what? You showed us the ropes. But it was funny, though, because I bumped into Rob at a show, and he, he tells me the stories. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't ever, I don't ever remember beating you guys yeah. up. And he's like, well, Oh only, no, only, yeah, you. Only the guys. victim does. Yeah, yes. He's like, Oh no, you, you guys used to beat the shit out of us. And this is what I think it was oh, before yeah. the, sh- before the, before the show. Yeah, before the show. Yeah. Before but dude, the was, show started. <laughs> that was the way it was back then. I hate to sound like an old it man, was. but I mean, dude, that's just the way it was. You had to pay your dues, and you know that that's yeah, what happened. Learned. If you could, yeah, and if you couldn't, <laughs> hey, you wouldn't last very long. I mean, you just would. But anyways, well, hey, Rob, my I'm, friend, my friend, really, really quick before he goes, go and, and I don't, I don't apologize for anything that I did. <laughs> when, when, no, no, no. It, when I, when you're training with guys like Falcon de Oro, okay, and you're in there with the Chivos, you're in there with the Moros. That's the way you learn. They taught you that yeah. way. They taught you over at Gil's Garage. Lucha okay. Libre, that was the way they did it. They beat the crap out of you. And if you came back, then they knew this is what you wanted. So to me, yeah. I took that and I kind of like, well, this is the way I was trained. This is the way I'm going to teach these guys. Yeah, and, and the funny learned. part is he t- he's talking about guys from XPW. There are guys from XPW that, according to them, I helped train. I don't remember these guys. <laughs> it's just. I, I, I've wrestled in so many places and trained so many people yeah. that I don't remember. Oh, you yeah. beat me up. Oh, you beat me up. Sorry, I don't I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, we gotta you know but, we, we gotta we gotta do get, But I remember I remember low. Craze. I remember Rob. I remember Rob. Oh, yeah. He was a hard did, guy yeah. to get out of my head. <laughs> hey, 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 if I if I got one thing to say out of all this, man, uh all you guys out there you gotta remember you, you only live once, man. Live your life. Whatever yeah. you wanna yeah. do, man. I agree. We got, we got agree. a short amount of time. Yeah, this one this one oh, yes. hit me, you know, pretty hard, man, because, you know, we're all getting up there in age and stuff like that. And to get that call in the morning, just, I mean, that's just the call you don't want to get, man. You just don't. But, hey, so, Rob, a million things. So let's do this, man. Let's get together then. Absolutely. I, I'm telling you, man, I'll make it happen. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, man, for sure. we got to just meet up Sounds for a good. little while. So, all right, Rob, I'll talk to you soon. Right. Uh, all right, dude, love you guys. All right, man, talk to you soon. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll be listening. All right, man. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. Can you hang on? Mandel Drum is on? Hang on. We'll be right back after this. Man, I miss me some Rob uh, Rob Courtney and some Phil Lander and so, but the guy we have coming on now, I you know I, I, I'm I'm gonna call him right now in just two seconds. But since I got the unholy with me for for a couple of minutes, um, you know Vandal Drummond, I there, there's a lot of people I have a respect for, but then there's people that I have like a, a big a lot like a ton of respect for. One of them for sure is Christopher Daniels because that dude, you know he he was working at the All Nation Center back in the day, didn't speak any Spanish at all, didn't care. He would just go. And and he earned mm-hmm. the respect of those guys. But Vandal Drummond, when I first saw that dude, I go, is this dude a wrestler? What you know, what's going on? Or whatever. Who is this guy? And that dude mm-hmm. worked 
every show. He worked against anybody. He could do exotico gimmick. He could do hardcore. He could do luchas. He could do so, so within that first year when I met him, I had so much respect for that dude. I mean, I remember he was wrestling Cara Marcada and he's like, Hey man, can you wrestle? He's like, Yeah, dude, we'll wrestle at the beginning, blah, 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 whatever. And and I was like, Man, this guy, you know, this guy knows what he's doing. I mean, I you and I've been around for a long time. But Vandal Drummond mm-hmm. has been around forever. I mean, that guy's been all through the Johnny Legend years and all through that stuff. So let, let's let's give him a quick call real quick and we'll and come on and, and talk a little bit. You know, unholy. I mean, that guy's been around forever. You know, he's I've, I've known him for a while, my friend. I've known him for a long time. <laughs> Greetings. Hey, are you Vandal? Did you get to hear a little bit of that opening right there before you came on air? Just the dirty words. That's all. <laughs> Well, you know, real quick for the people for the people listening, you're here, you're on the Matt Radio. I canceled my jiu-jitsu people and stuff because you know once once we heard about Supreme and heard about Lester, I said, man, we got to get some guys on and talk. For the people that are trying to call in, I'm sorry. I'll try. I promise, I'll try to get to you maybe a little bit towards the end of the show. Uh, but you know, you, you know, once we get to talking about Supreme and talking about the man that he is, you know, we just keep going. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, to, to Vando, but I was talking to, you know, Holy, we're talking about how, you know, you've been in the business for a long time, man. And when I first saw you, I'm like, who is this dude? You know, and then um, uh, when Unholy was working as Ringo Ricardo <laughs> back in the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, memories. He, he, he took me to a show and, and I went to go get out and he went to go get ready or whatever. And, and I saw. I had known uh, Vandal Drummond from some of the Lucha shows or whatever, and, and I don't know if he remembers because he's had so many memories, but he, he's the one who actually introduced me to, to Lester. I don't know if Lester was even there working or whatever, and he said, hey, man, this is, you know, uh, Lester, he works at Supreme, he goes, and the dude's hardcore. I didn't even know what hardcore meant back then or whatever, so he's actually the one who, and, and when I first saw Lester, I'm like, well, I, I was kind of looking at him, and I like, you look like a luchador. Does he do a gimmick or whatever. So I did, really didn't know what to expect. But then once I got to talking to him, you know, he was cool. And then, you know, then of course, Sergio goes, hey, yeah, this is Lester. And we, we started splitting uh, tobacco and whiskey and all this stuff. And it just, it kind of grew from there. So real quick, Vando, for the people, oh, for, real quick, Unholy, say hi to Vando real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> my friend, oh, Vando, my, my tag team partner long. for a long time, también. How are you oh, been? Oh my, my God, God long time no see. Memories of you and Frankie D, baby. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. Oh yeah! It's, it's a shame that it takes something like this for us all to get together, you know. But like we've been saying through the whole show, we got to do that again, man. I mean, that that day we all met up meant so much to me. But real quick, Vando, t- tell us a little bit because you've known uh, uh, Lester for a long time, also, man. So tell us a little bit about about him. And that I got so many emails and messages about the about two of the pictures that were on there like. Why is he holding his face? And what's going on here and all that? So real quick for the people, let's just talk a little bit about that. Oh, <laughs> about are you talking about the photo of me giving him the big yeah, smooch? Yes, like the relationship that you, that you had with him because it was so, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just there, bro. Yeah, that photo, that photo was a cauliflower alley, I think about three, four years ago. And uh, I can manage just like, we're talking right now. It's been a long time since I had seen uh, Supreme Lester. And uh, <clears throat> the thing is, you know, he looked like the most badass cat in the world. And he was if you uh, if you nudged him too much. But you really had to nudge him because he was a very sweet person at heart. I know that sounds 
cliche, you know, because half the time you hear somebody say, oh, that person's just a big teddy bear at heart when usually they're scumbags, you know. But, no, he was a genuinely sweet person. And, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to remember when I first saw him. I want to say it was in, like, around 1994 was when I started seeing him in the match, around the matches. And we all, you know, before we met him, we'd see him, like, in the front row. And we thought, wow, he's a fan, but he looks like a wrestler sitting in the front row. <laughs> we, we, uh, before we met him, we kind of nicknamed him Mini Bam Bam Bigelow just because yeah. he looked like a shorter version <laughs> of Bam Bam. He's probably just as tough as Bam Bam Bigelow was, though, in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's funny because we had Rob uh, Courtney on when we were talking. He was talking about how stiff he was and all that. And Ron Rivera brought me into to XPW. Thank, thank him, you know, for bringing me in. And we, they would shoot these little like vignettes or whatever. And they did one where where he he I guess him and and Joey had heat and he went looking for him or something. So he'd have to go through all these guys to get to him. And he was just sucking them right in the face, like right. And I'm going. What are you doing? He goes, I've been talking And then when he finally got to Joe, I don't know if anybody has that. He hit him with the skateboard, and I thought, I thought he killed him. I was, what is he doing? Or whatever. And then when it was all over, that yeah, we're good. You know, and it was so. I mean, he would just, just when you see him, if if, he, if he's turned on, watch out. But when it's when it's you know off or whatever, he's just cool. He's just like this is what we do. Well, or and the funny thing is. He could do either or because I worked right. a program with him in 2013. And, well, let's put it this way. I'm 58 right now, so I was, like, what, 51 at the time. And, you know, I, I you know, I, I haven't had nearly as many bumps as, a lot, bumps as a lot of wrestlers, but, you know, I was I was aching some. And uh, so they were getting a program ready between the two of us. And he flat out just said, you know, I can work stiff, but I can also work smooth. And I said, well, I prefer you work smooth just because, you know, <laughs> while I did enjoy, uh, <laughs> while I did enjoy the initial ECW phase, I got so burnt out on everybody who had like three weeks of training getting in the ring and said, oh, I'm going to be extreme and look how stiff I'm going to be. Look, we hit each other in the head really hard. I'm saying. Well, great for you. Yeah. You killed some brain cells, you brainiac. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, the funny, funny thing is everybody was telling me, oh, no, 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 he's going to be stiff on you. Get ready, get ready. And I got to tell you, uh, I'd say he was gentle as a kitten with me, but he was even gentler than a kitten because even when you play with a kitten, you feel little claw marks and little play bites. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. shocked because I thought he'd be at least a little snug. Uh, yeah. I guarantee it, 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 every encounter I had with him, I didn't feel a thing. So he, yeah. if you wanted to work stiff with him, he'd go as stiff as you wanted. He could also work light as a feather, and uh, um, mm-hmm. and just a very considerate, not just considerate, a kind person. Yeah, yeah. We were we yeah. were working the show. well. I didn't I didn't work the show. I was when XPW was just starting to come to fruition. I went down there, and he was wrestling somebody. I can't. It might have been it might have been Homeless Jimmy. I can't remember for sure. But he he threw the guy in, in the corner, and I heard somebody in the crowd go, "I bet you can't do Huracarana." And he looked at him. He said, "What?" And he goes, "You heard me. You're a fat ass." He goes, "Okay." 
And I'll be god dang if he didn't go up and get that dude a Huda Carrana, turn around, put his fingers, <laughs> give him the big F you, and the crowd went nuts. I mean, I never. Oh my God. I wish I could see that. (laughs) It's got to be somewhere. I think I've seen it too on video or something, but he did. He went up there and jumped off that second rope and gave that guy a carana from from the second and flipped the dude right over, and it was smooth as silk. So it's not like he didn't know what he was doing. And if you dare him to do something, God dang it, he's going to do it. So. Uh, real quick, I'm sorry for the people listening. You're here. You're on the Matt Radio talking about Supreme, talking about you know what what he could do and everything like that. We're talking to Vandal Drummond. Of course, I got the unholy with me. Uh, you want to talk about veteranos? There's some veteranos right here. Vandal just said he's 58. I'm 54. I'm going to be 55 pretty soon. Um, this viejo hediondo that's over here with us on the other side is younger than us. <laughs> that's why, that's why I know. He's the baby me. of this group. Yeah. My first match <laughs> was in 1983. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That makes me feel really old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and real quick, I, you know, I got to tell you, man, I keep going back to it or whatever, but, and I and like I said, I can't take credit for it because um, I, I keep, hey, uh, Unholy, is it okay if I call you Sergio too? Because I keep having to say Sergio or whatever. <laughs> well, my, my friend, I, I, have not, I have not gone by that name in over uh, in 10 years. years. Yeah, but yeah, so, so, so. so we, we, Okay, I, let me tell you a quick story about going to that. I don't know if it was – I think it was when we were going there. It, uh, he had just got a new car, uh, Unholy. And I, I think it was uh, a two-seat – was it a two-seat or something? Anyways, it was a two-door or whatever. And two big uh-huh. Marranos got in that car. And when I had to – if he wanted to take a drink of his soda, I had to turn to the right and let him take it and come back. And he said, hey, there's a big show out in the valley, and everybody's going to be there. And I said, oh, for low 10? And he's like, yeah, man, you want to go 10? I'm like, ah, you know, I got to work. I don't know. Yeah, let's just go, man. We ain't got nothing going. Let's just go over there or whatever. I'm like, okay. And um, I'm so glad that we did because we I, I had no idea that uh, that many people were going to be there. And we had such a good time. And even seeing Vandal Drummond out there, too, I was like, holy shit, everybody's here. So, we, you know, we, we got to keep, you know, like I was t- talking about before, this one hit me pretty hard because, I, you know, you, you get that call early in the morning and you just don't expect it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this, you know, you, it just hits you. So that was the last time I got to talk to him and, and really, you know, just have a good time and, and, and shoot the shit and talk to him. And, and everybody got along. So, you know, we got to we got to take each other into consideration because, well, like I said, man, we're getting up there in age. You know, who knows what can happen? We got to make sure that, that we all hang out again. So with this oh, show, definitely. Um, yeah, and I'm hoping out of you know saying nothing came good of it. You know, he he gone way too young. You know, it sucks, and you know he just had a grandchild and stuff like that. But at least one thing, you know, we can take solace in the fact that he got us all together. You know, I had Robin yeah. for a long time. I haven't talked to Vandal Drummond in eons, dude, since the all nation. Last time we saw each other was at the um at the Lucha Underground uh taping. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but the first day for the media day. You're right. You're right. See, no Alzheimer's here for this guy. It's just, <laughs> it, just, it just goes to show how much that, that brotherhood is. And, and you know, Vandal and, and Unholy, I don't want to sound like an old man, but it was so much it, it, it's so much of a brotherhood back then. We all took care of each other. We all had a good time. I don't really ever remember having any hard feelings with anybody. And it was it was like like a brotherhood. I mean, would you agree, Vandal? I would totally agree. It, yeah, no, it was well, funny, and I, I, I don't really go by the whole brotherhood thing in wrestling in general because uh, yeah. there's a, 
let's put it this way. Guys like you, Unholy, Frankie D, Dan Farron, those guys are, you guys are brothers. But not just any wrestler is a brother to me. I mean, that's blind faith. But you guys have a special place in my heart, as a lot of the SoCal guys do. And, you know, Lester was one of those guys. The last time I saw him was at the Santino Brothers show when they were honoring Superboy. Yeah. And I remember he was, as as uh, I was getting ready to leave, he was uh, sitting down and, you know, I went, you know, you know, we hugged and he just looked at me and said, uh, you know, said, thank you. And he said, I love you. And I was like, yeah. wow, that meant a lot to me. And even then I thought, well, we'll see each other again. And yeah. I was wrong. And I'm, I'm glad he said it to me. I mean, it does mean yeah. a lot to me. Yeah, you take it, you know, you take it for granted, man. You know, he's gonna be there or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. When you get that call, it's like, dude, you know, you just, it's just, and you know, especially for Joey, you know, and all that. Especially at the at the time where, where everybody has to be in their house and you can't go nowhere. And you know what? We're gonna shut oh. you down or whatever. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Yeah, and that's the thing is, and I, I, God, man, please, everybody, I know there's still people who think there's a hoax in this. It's not. Be yeah. careful out there. God, but, but, uh, man, I, I feel just so bad for Joey and Sylvia because, yeah, I mean, a, the funeral or memorial or whatever, however you handle it is a way you go through the grieving process. And to not be able to do that as we traditionally yeah. do, that must, I mean, that must really hurt. This, this is the third, uh, wrestling uh friendship uh third uh death in two weeks of people i've known in wrestling oh, uh, that's terrible. cosmo that's terrible. the luchador from yeah, the 80s yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. passed away the covid and then uh travis scott bowdrin who is a wrestling historian uh uh passed away in his sleep about a week ago and uh yeah. this was the third one um and this is uh, they all they all hit hard don't get me wrong but one yeah. really broke my heart the most. I, I'll be honest. Yeah, but it's, and it's it's like you say, it's kind of like, I don't want to say tradition, but there's a lot of times, you know, we'll have a tribute show. And, you know, and that those proceeds go to, I, I remember when they had one for Cincinnati Red. I didn't even wrestle, but, you know, I gave some money. I'm like, hey, man, help them out, man. That dude's, you know, always been around. Yeah. He always helped me out and stuff like that. So that's usually how it goes. But we can't even do that because yeah, everybody has to stay home and stuff like that. So they did do a GoFundMe for him. It's going on right now. So I'll post that up on my social media if anybody wants to help out or whatever. But, Vandal, man, I, you know, like, again, like I said, man, it sucks that it takes something like this to get us all together. You know, or whatever. So we got to, we got to, we got to keep in touch, man. All of us, unholy. Amy, we really do. We ever... really. Yeah. Go for Let's it. take a page out of what the the veteran British wrestlers uh, did. Uh, same thing. They would only run into each other at funerals as they got older. Yeah. And then yeah. there was a wrestler who, I guess he'd call him like the Orange Cassidy of his day. He was called Cat Weasel. He was a guy who uh-huh. was not a very good wrestler. But a lot of the be- most badass wrestlers would sell for this guy just because they love this guy so much. <laughs> He's just a wonderful yeah. person. And when he died, that was the catalyst. Uh, when they went to his funeral, they said, we have to stop doing this. We need yeah. to have like an annual reunion. And yeah. in, uh, in England, they do that every year. All the veterans yeah. get together once a year. And it, it's sad that it took that to do it, but, you know... It just, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you said, we're a brotherhood, and uh, we we got to be close. Yeah, un, unholy. Um, would you agree we need to do that 
You know, my friend, right now talking about that, and I definitely agree. We need to do that. The, you're talking about the last time I saw Lester. The last time I saw Lester, my friend, we all took a picture. It was it was Lester. It was Superboy. Um, um, it was oh, yeah, Bill, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Red, and Datura. And let me tell you something, my friend. His, 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 he, his, he was like a kid. Lester was like a like a like a little kid. Just you know, when you when you're a kid and you and you finally see your friends for that you haven't seen in a long time, he was just happy. Yep. He was just happy. Yep. And and the one thing, the one thing, my friend, that he was always he was always grateful. Yeah, this is yeah. true. Uh, it's, uh, I remember when he worked. He and Joey worked a. Uh, I think it had the last incredibly strange show I ever did in 2007, and I was in charge of like the payoffs and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I remember when I, I paid him, he, you know, even though he was, I was like somebody who was like working maybe <laughs> once a year at that time, <laughs> you know, I was pretty much out of the business. You know, there's a lot of guys in his situation who would, would just say, ah, you're old news. You know, yeah. I hate to say that wrestlers do that, but they do. But yeah. no, yeah. he said, he said, uh, the respect you give me, I want you to know means a lot to me and just all you've all that you and like Dan Farron and Danny Wolf have done for me over the years. I just want you to know I haven't forgotten it. And that's better yeah. than a payoff to me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. tell any promoters that because they'll try to pay yeah. people with that in the future. But, cause, yeah, cause sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's secondary, man. It's just, you know, seeing your brothers and stuff like that. And even, even Rob craze, craze one just text me right now and said, Hey man, make sure you tell Van to love him to death, you know, and all that, because, you know, we, we're all, we're all in this together, man. We're all just trying to make that, make that dream and keep it alive and just keep everybody happy. And, and like I said, man, sometimes the, the, to me, the wrestling sometimes was even secondary, just seeing my buddies and, and having a good time and, you know, stuff like that really, really meant the world to me. So, all right, Vanda, we'll, we'll stay in touch for sure, man. I appreciate you. Absolutely. For the people listening to us, make I'll I'll put up the the GoFundMe towards the end of the show or whatever. Unholy, can you hang around for just one more minute? Take yeah, off. certainly. Oh, why well, are you meant unholy? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 we'll keep it for sure. Hey, like I said. Yeah, and thank you guys. Friend. Thank you for having me on. I want you know I appreciate it a lot, and it's and, really good to talk to you guys. I miss you. And, and seriously, Daniel Drummond is one of the, one of the workers that I've had always had the utmost respect for because he's been around forever. You know, uh, never uh, always gave it a hundred percent. Worked with anybody that match. I for some reason it sticks out with me when he was wrestling Cara Marcada and he said, "Hey man, can we wrestle at the beginning?" You're like, "Yeah, bro, we can wrestle." And I, mean, I was like, "Wow, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing." So again, man, oh, appreciate you. Well, thank else. you. Well, thank you for <laughs> remembering you. that. Oh, which is awesome. I mean, it's just, it's just, the truth is the truth, man. He he wrestled everybody. Never said no if they wanted to do a spot. I mean, he was like, yeah. And I had a lot of fun doing it, man. You guys are awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. Love you like a bird, man. Stay in touch for sure. Everybody, hang on. We'll be right back after this. Vandal drumming, everybody. Supreme.
Okay, we're running up against the clock here, whatever, but I want to make sure the unholy uh, stayed on with for this last segment before we get out of here. Um, like, like I said, man, you know, uh, it, it it sucks, man, when you get that call because I never saw it coming. I just didn't see it coming, and and it kills me. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like like I was talking before, everybody goes their separate ways. I, it, it was funny because I haven't seen uh, unholy in. I mean, dude, I don't know how long it's been. You know, we were partners forever uh, with the Luchas. We went up and down the road. And I was telling in the first segment, too, how when you said, hey, uh, you know, we're getting older. It was funny because we were only in our 30s. I was like my late 30s, you were in your early 30s. And you're like, you know, bro, getting older, we're going to have to do something. I'm taking few classes, learning how to work the board. And, you know, you want to do a radio show? And I'm like, yeah, man, heck yeah. And it, it, it blossomed onto other things, you know. But mm-hmm. that one show, that one show, and, and you know, I've I've always doubted uh, Unholy. I'm like, ah, this dude don't know. And he's like, nah, man, I think, you know, it's good to have him on. And and that, through 17, 16, 17 years. For such a long time. Had them call the most when I think about Supreme, that he had so much, uh, uh, fanfare or is that the word I'm looking for or whatever that the people actually called in and wanted us to do another I mean that stuck out the most for me what about you you know my friend it is all this time that we have known each other you know um <clears throat> I've, I've always I've always you know us we love professional wrestling lucha libre my my, my first love was always always been lucha libre um when I when I first when I first met uh, Supreme, you know, he was, he was, I believe he was Lord Supreme and Kid Chaos, you know, but this is back in the early, I want to say 90s, 2000, something like that. Um, and he still, they were young. They, I mean, they were not young, but they were in, in our business. If you haven't been wrestling for a long time, where you're young, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember it was, I believe it was you, me, and I forgot who else against, against Supreme and, and Joey and someone else. And, and let me tell you, when when Rob was talking about how he he punched them, and, he, and let me tell you something that he, he wasn't playing around, okay? Yeah. Because I remember I remember one of the shows. Let me tell you, one of the shows. The last time I worked against Supreme was at the AWS 13th anniversary show, okay? Now we were in a battle royale, okay? And I was supposed to go out. One of the first guys, you know how they tell you, okay? This is the order you're going to go in. After that, it's a free-for-all, you know? So it was funny because Supreme was supposed to be the last guy in. He was supposed to go in and, and you know, clean house, as they say. Let me tell you something, my friend. I walked in there. I worked against him. We wrestled. We did what we had to do. And I was telling Lester, because, you know, I'm, we're getting old, my friend. We don't move like we did before. We're, we we blow the gas very fast, you know, everything. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I told him, hey, my friend, I, I, I can't do this no more. I blow the gas. Just throw me out. He literally grabbed me, my friend. Okay, I was going to, you know how sometimes you just jump out? No, he grabbed me. And he was telling me, he was like, don't go. Just stay in here a little bit longer for me, my friend. Just I It's been a long time since I wrestled for you, my friend. Just stay. So I ended up staying there, my friend, the last five guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I am dead tired. You gotta do something for me. He goes, okay. Now you can leave. So, <laughs> because it was the last two guys were supposed to be him and some other guy. And sacame la chingada. 
And it's funny because yeah. Bart, Bart Kapiski, the promoter, goes, hey, cabron, you were supposed to be out a long time ago. <laughs> hey, you doing it? <laughs> and I go, hey, blame that cabron right there. Beachy yeah. supreme and shit. But hey, let yeah. me tell you something, my friend. One thing before we go, one thing that 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 still remains in my in my brain, my friend, is it was Supreme, Superboy, and myself at the AWS show. We were talking, my friend. And let me tell you something: is you have no idea the impact that you do on people. Yeah, I don't know what I did. I don't I exactly don't know what I did, my friend. Pero Supreme was thanking me for something that I did for him. Superboy yeah. was thanking me for something I did for him. I don't know what I do. In the yeah. business, my friend, you either going to help somebody out or you're going to tell them, no, you don't want to help. I was always yeah. there to help. Hey, Simone, come on, you know, how many times we, we me and you traveled, San Francisco, here, there, yep. we go everywhere, helping each other out, my friend. I was doing yep. the same thing to a lot of people, you know. Yep. Pero that's one thing that Lester was very appreciative in. He said, hey, man, I want to thank you for, for, for giving me a chance and for opportunity and, you know, and, and Superboy, hey, because of you, my friend, I was able to go to San Francisco and I was able to wrestle over <laughs> here. It wasn't yeah. even the fact that they had both been to Japan. That wasn't yep. even a question about it. It was just the fact that they were thankful that I, I had done. We, you and I have done so much for the community, the, the, the SoCal community, that they, they don't remember, don't even know. Yep. You know, but it's true. Like it's like uh, like Vando Drummond said, my friend. Back then, it was a brotherhood. Yep. Everybody back then was there to to protect each other, to help each other out because they knew you had family, you had to go to work the next yeah. day, you had yeah. you had bills. You you know, the kids of today, my friend. Trust me, I've been in the locker room with the kids of today. They think they're better than you. They think they can. And let me tell you something. When Supreme went in the locker room, nobody talked it. No, no, because they 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 knew better. They knew better. Yes, but that's, yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't. What you know? What uh, real quick before we get out of here, I have this. I couldn't. I was telling at the beginning of the show. I couldn't find the Jack Daniels, so I had to buy this bottle of Wicked eighty four and a half whiskey. I have I have one shot left. <laughs> so I'm gonna. You, you got anything uh-huh. over there? What do you have over there in your house? Grab grab a grab a little bit. Grab a, grab, grab a shot. <laughs> You're talking to an alcoholic, my friend. What do you mean what I got over here? You think I don't know? <laughs> I've been I've been drinking it since since we've been on the air and I you know, I heartburn or whatever, but you know, even what I what I put it in, in my red man gold blend or whatever, but um what do you what do you got right there? You got anything right there, buddy? You know, my friend, as a tribute to Supreme, I made myself a Jack and Diet Coke. Okay, well, because that was his me, drink of choice. Let me let me crack this bad boy real quick so we can take a, a quick shot uh, in honor of Supreme. You ready? Oh, Aluna, whenever you are, my friend. Aluna, Alunos, Alates. Ay, cabrón. Hey, for me, I wait. You know, I'm so old. I can't harbor or whatever, but you know, I I wish, I wish. I could have at least had one more shot with with Lester, man. I I, I you know I had so much fun. Like I said, it, it was a brotherhood <clears throat> back then. You know, just just sticking back and talking. Like I said, we gotta stop these. You know, uh, getting together only for people when they die or funerals and stuff like that. So unholy, like we're talking, we had everybody on today. We're gonna make sure that happens. 
All right, for the people listening True. on the Matt Radio, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted on Holy. I will talk to you uh, soon. I'll give you a call, uh, find out what's going on, and we can all get together for sure. Claro. So with that being said, a million thank yous for coming on. A million thank yous to, to Phil Lander, uh, Rob Courtney, and, of course, Vandal Drummond, and, of course, my man here, Unholy. Uh, we'll get together soon. And out of my man, Lester, love you, buddy. Love you.